Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us. I'm Nick Jenkins and I'm joined by no one today because this podcast is actually an excerpt from another podcast that we actually cut out last week uh, for our conversation on Revenge of the Sith. And I thought it was such a nice conversation but didn't really fit into the episode very well. But I still wanted everyone to hear it. So <laughs> it was prompted by a question from Matthew Gatos. And uh, we talked for a good half hour to 45 minutes about it. And I thought everybody would enjoy it. So this panel is a continuation of that where we had Tobin Addington, Caitlin Hoffmeister, and Matthew Gatos. So have a listen, enjoy, and I hope you have a happy holiday. Now I just want to delete episodes one and two from human history and just start with episode three as the only prequel. I don't even want to do that. I, I really yeah. don't. I, I think uh, you and I have had this conversation before that I have I have trouble even accepting that they are canon. Oh, yeah. And I, like, am, I am the defender of their canon. Yeah. Of like, no, I feel like you should watch them if you're going to know the whole Star Wars story. Maybe just watch them once. But that's it. I I advise people specifically not to watch them. I would say just watch the original trilogy and the new stuff that's coming out. It's better left to your imagination um, because they're so incompetently made. I even imagine that these are a fan's versions of what the prequels yeah. would have been. Yeah. Not the person yeah. who, who created yeah, the whole fan thing. version would have been better. Well, I think it should have been, but I mean, and yeah. realistically, you give it to an average person who's not a, you know, I think you could have, because as, as Nick, as you're saying, it feels very like an early filmmaker. All mm-hmm. these choices yeah. feel, so, so I, I, I really honestly do just pretend they don't exist. Yeah. Really, I really do. I, I excise them from my mind and they, this is not the, I prefer the lore that I imagined from A New Hope, not this. Yes. And it's weird too because like, and I know it's just a movie. I get that. I, I understand <laughs> yeah. that. But Star Wars holds a very special place in my life as as this is my mythology like this is what i grew up with and you know tobin you were saying it too is like this and robin hood yeah and yep. for this it was like this and king arthur for mm-hmm. me like those were the big things that i was like and then especially as star wars grew and and i grew up with it and then i realized they were still quality films mm-hmm. when i got to be in my 20s and i'm like oh no these are good they're not just they're not just stuff like i watch the goonies now and i'm like this is not a good movie mm-hmm. it was fun when i was a kid but it it's it it doesn't hold up. And you know, Richard Donner has problems with camera <laughs> angles and all kinds. Of, but anyway, but <laughs> next week on Real Bad, the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, I love the Goonies. Yeah, I do but too. <laughs> it's but it doesn't hold up as like a, yeah. a quality film mm-hmm. the way that the Star Wars trilogy did. Mm-hmm. So it's been very. It's a painful experience. It's not just mm-hmm. oh, it's goofy. It's you know, it, it fell apart and oh, look what horrible movies that came <laughs> right. out of it. It's like yeah. it's it's actually this hurt you. This hurt me. Yeah, it, it hurt me. I think you said it best in a previous episode where it was like, it's not that they didn't work. It just seems like the care wasn't put into them that it that they deserved. Yeah. And so that that's the reason that I tend to really struggle with the canonization of them. I'm just kind of like, I can't do it. I just, yeah. and you know, when people say, well, I haven't watched Star Wars. Well, I'm like, well, just don't watch yeah. the prequels. Yeah. And actually you can just come in on episode seven yep. if you want to. Yep. You don't need, because the lore of Star Wars is so embedded into, especially American culture. I don't, you know, I'm, I don't travel much, so I don't know how it is outside of the U.S. But in the United States, like, 
I have friends who've never seen Star Wars. They know the beats. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, right. Caitlin, you knew the beats yeah. really before you saw them. Yeah. So if you were to step into episode seven, you wouldn't be completely lost. Right. Like you would have an understanding of like Han Solo. I've heard of Han Solo. You know who Princess Leia, Han Solo, and Luke Skywalker are. Yeah. yeah. So like I think there's a, a power to that in and of itself that you don't need the prequels and you don't even necessarily need the original myth, the original trilogy. You can pick up with whatever's new. But yeah, the actual release of those prequels really, I think, left a scar Mm -hmm. in a way that I was not expecting (laughs) and am kind of embarrassed to say that exists in some respects because it is. They're just movies. At the end of the day, they're they're not, you know, it's not uh, about equality or about, you know, something that's actually important in the world um, about, you know, rights and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, healthcare and things like that. It's just a movie series. But for me, they were really important. Yeah, yeah. I do wonder then, though, Nick, because you did not like Rogue One. No, I didn't. How do you handle the canonization of Rogue One? Rogue One is a good story badly told, I think. Right. A good idea. But do you consider it is if if you in your head are asked, like, how did the Death Star come to be? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Does Rogue One factor into that story in your head? I mean, it does now. I don't don't have – I didn't like Rogue One. Rogue One did not – Tobin and I have talked about this mm-hmm. many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rogue One did not offend me the way the prequels offended me. Rogue right, right, One is actually I, yeah. a beautiful, a beautiful film at mm-hmm. times. I don't like. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it was tremendously well written, right. um, especially when you compare it to The Force Awakens, which I know a lot of people disagree with me about that. No, you're so I think right. The Force, yeah, and thank you. <laughs> um, but The Force Awakens is extremely well written in a yep. heavy lift, yeah. and and the characters are wonderful, and yep. I want to stay with those characters. And in Rogue One, it's it could only be about characters because we know the story completely, pretty much. So. The characters didn't do anything for me, so I was just never engaged. And I think there's a lot of stuff in there that I'm like, ah, whatever. But I also think that Return of the Jedi has some serious problems <laughs> with its screenwriting, but I still adore it. And I don't have a problem with its problem with right. with its problems. That's where, like, for me, I am, like, all of it is canon in my head. All of it is Star Wars, regardless of whether or not I like it. Because for me, it is the story. The story exists. I have no control over whether or not that story exists. They chose to tell it this way. This is the arc of the Skywalker saga or whatever they're calling it. Mm. And that is the story. Like if J.R.R. Tolkien like wrote like a, a f- another like Lord of the Rings book and it was like god awful mess, would people say like, well... That's not part of the story. Like, I, that one sucks, so we don't count it. Like, uh, that, for me, is hard to do a little bit as a completionist, but also as just, like, I view Star Wars as the story as we know it from Anakin as kid to now the new trilogy. Like, everything in between is part of the story. If someone asked me, like, who didn't know anything about Star Wars, like, okay, so Darth Vader is Luke's father. How did that happen? Who's Anakin? Who's his father? I would have to dip into the prequels to tell that story if they asked me because they legitimately wanted to know. I mean, I think there are a lot of situations where I would have to go, well, with a with a with a laugh, I would say. Right. Well, That's what I'm saying. If someone was like, prequels, genuinely right. just asking you like, please explain to me 
the lineage of the Skywalker family? I don't know. Please tell me. I mean, I, I think when you get into those specific questions, I mean, I would say according to the prequels, this is what happened. I don't like to think about them is the thing. So yeah. if I'm going to be putting any thought or any romantiza- romanticization into this universe, I'm going to spend time with the things that I enjoy about it. Which is totally valid to me that like I... I'm also not saying you're wrong. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. For me, it's a weird world like when like uh, taste determines canon. Well, is but, a weird thing for me because like the canon is not decided by the fans taste like isn't it though I don't know I don't know like I feel and so, like it's gotta be like in the text but George Lucas like choosing to like he told his original trilogy he told his new trilogy that is his story like I feel like just because we didn't like them taking that away from the canon or like trying to remove it from the overall story feels weird to me. And I'm not saying like you guys have to watch these movies, but I'm saying like for me personally, I feel like they are part of the overall story and I don't feel like they should be ignored. I have two points here. One, I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> two, <laughs> there, an interesting footnote here is something that to, uh, uh, Tobin and I have talked, I almost called you Tolkien. <laughs> I'll take it. We're just all, it's all Tolkien. We are Tobin. Um, <laughs> Tobin and I want to do, I don't know if a whole episode, but a series maybe of episodes on Real Bad about the Highlander series. You can only do one. <laughs> ah, you're invited. Well <laughs> um, and uh, I, w- we haven't figured it out yet because Tobin and I are the only two that really care about <laughs> this and, and, and me more than him. But like... The Highlander series is a very interesting thing to have grown up with because every film negates the canon of the previous film. Cool. It's a, it, because they're trying to retcon all the mistakes they made. That's yeah. really funny. And so if I'm growing up with that, there's no, like, uh, holiness to the idea of what works and what doesn't. I can look at the Star Wars prequel trilogy and go, this is so bad and breaks the universe so badly. I don't even consider it as part of this anymore. I don't care if Lucas wrote it. I don't care if anything. In my world, in my view, I don't need it for this story to work. That all, you know, it doesn't mean there is a place where I can go where I can say, this is the canon of how it happened. I'm just for me in my own personal life. And it's it's interesting because I think being raised with Star Wars alongside Highlander and being a fan of both of those Mm -hmm. franchises, one of those things (laughs) just really sets me up in a a world where the canon works when the canon works. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, we're going to retcon it. Well, it's also – sorry, go ahead. Just to say, I think the Tolkien thing is a, is a, actually a great example because there's this book, The Silmarillion, that mm-hmm. that was that that I remember after I first read Lord of the Rings before the movies came out, and I was sort of amazed by this and into it, and I read I read half of that book and was like, ah, I don't care. Sure, it may be canon, it may be the backstory to all the stuff that happens. I don't care. I'm I, I I pretend it doesn't exist. I just I live with the other. It's just how I maybe it's just how I interact with the, with canon versus you. Maybe I'm maybe it's. I'm not wrestling with it in ways that I should. I just, it's sort of easier for me to like the parts I like and sort of pretend the other stuff. I don't have to, I'm not, I'm I'm not troubled by trying to reconcile it. I just pretend it doesn't exist. I think that's a, I'm not troubled by reconciling it. I'm, I'm just like, to me, it's, 
it, it's also a thing that, like, if I felt like a great deal of care was put into it, if I felt right. like well, I would have a little bit more respect for the material, but I am looking at what appears to be a lazy and sometimes vindictive to his audience filmmaker. And if I've learned, you know, anything, uh, I, I am going to treat the work as the work treats me. And so there are a lot of filmmakers out there that's like, I don't care if that's a great film. You don't like me. <laughs> and so therefore, I don't have to accept your art. I don't have to accept whatever it is. That's why I loved yours about you're like, I don't think this is a good movie, but I enjoyed it more. You know, right. like that's like that's absolutely valid. Valid. I think that about a lot of movies that I'm like, I recognize their applause, but I like this one more than I like the other ones. Right, right. Yeah. 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 It's also helpful for me to remember that like watching these of like, Every one of these is somebody's favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah. What? Like, Do you think so? Oh, I yeah, no, know true. someone yeah. who, like a friend of a friend, essentially, like acquaintance, who Revenge of the Sith is their favorite Star Wars sure. movie of any of them. How old are they? In their I 30s. asked that same question. Yeah. They're in their 30s, I believe. Is it Hayden Christensen? It is not. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Uh, friend of the show, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so it's like that's I try to do that with anything like bands, movies, TV shows, like everything is someone's absolute favorite I am thing. God, so that I absolutely believe there is someone out there who episode two is their favorite of all of the Star sure. Wars movies, and they sure. have their reasons. Sure. And episode one, same thing. Like there are people out there who they're like, oh, I love episode one. Like the the other ones are boring. Like there are people out there who absolutely feel that way. Oh, and that's totally yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it, 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 like Silmarillion though, isn't that, it was published posthumously yeah. and it's like, it's a first draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, and you, that's how it's these also, feel uh, it's unfinished. completed with Christopher Tolkien. Yes. His son. Right. His son. Right. And, right, yeah. and that's, that's the thing is though, is like for me, like all those examples are very good, but they're still not as close as this, like this is literally George Lucas doing exactly what he wanted with I his story. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't right. like but what I'm he's saying. That that like, make, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Does that make Rogue One and uh, the other one whose name I can never Force remember? Awakens. Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Are those not canon then? No, they are canon because basically Disney, when they took over from George Lucas, even George Lucas, I think, and they said that basically... All the expanded universe was dead, mm -hmm. but if it's in the movies, it is canon. Okay, but one time the the, the right. novelizations were canon, right? Yes, but they, uh, yes, but right. So it's the boardroom that decides what's yeah. canon and what's not. Yeah, I I don't like to give the boardroom that much power. But also, then like there is no canon, right? In that like that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like Unless there either there I, either is a canon or zero canon because I don't think if I, everyone can just interpret it their own way, like if I choose that episode one and two don't exist, but episode three I like and it ties in well, Yeah, then that's, that's my okay. canon. Like, that's great. But then there is no canon. <laughs> right. A canon, a canon <laughs> is what we all sitting in a room agree. That's what a canon is. A canon is we have decided, yeah. somebody has decided that uh, Sight and Sound does their, t every 10 years, their poll of all the people and says, okay, now this year, uh, uh, Vertigo is now the number one movie ever made. Or, right. you know, like that's them deciding. But, you right. know, I, Nick and I all sit down and have a different canon. But I I do I agree with you a little bit, Matt, in that I do think it has to like build on itself, and like that's why I like come back to the text with like these like we've been talking about the inconsistencies and how they break themselves with. So I think it you could argue that these are not canon because they don't fit with a lot of what else is going on. Like they fit in a like checkbox sort of way, yeah, but not in a storytelling way. 
They don't yeah. even fit with themselves. Exactly. You yeah. know, I mean, if, yeah. the, if the Jedi are all about uh, sort of unattaching themselves, then the end of this movie, we get Yoda saying, guess what? We can still talk to Qui-Gon because he's so attached to this world. He can come back and like, all, yeah, but you isn't know, a Jedi supposed to be unattached? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, right. He should so, be snuffed out. Yeah, the Qui-Gon thing makes zero sense. So, so, yeah. so because, because the lack of care was, because there's feels like there's so much convenience and lack of care put in, I do not feel obligated to consider these canon yeah. I consider the the beats of the story canon not the execution of the beats that's fair yeah I, I think you know there's another thing I don't like Godfather 3 right it's canon right like it, it's there's obvious care and they tried and they really worked on it and it was a you know it, it's and it doesn't break the other two Godfather films it doesn't make it so all of a sudden you know Don Corleone n- never existed mm-hmm. or it was, you know, it was all some sort of fucking fever dream. Mm-hmm. That's not what that film does. And, I, you know, I, I don't know. I think that I admire the ability to look at this and go, yeah, whatever. Because I think that that represents a disconnection from it that I'm not capable right, of. Right, exactly. Which I would really like to have. <laughs> yeah, 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 because yeah. You're unattached. You're a Jedi. With yeah. The, yeah. yeah. I it, it, and this is this was my point about they're just movies, mm-hmm. you know, and I get that. I get that they're just movies and they're not that important in the overall scheme of things, but to me they do mean something. Oh, and I am absolutely like I don't know what it is that makes me be able to detach them because I am also someone who if you walk in my house, I have the original trilogy posters in my living room. There's a painting of Poe Dameron. <laughs> there is a stuffed BB-8. I have both remote control R2 and BB-8 droids. Yeah, you don't have any fan I, art from the prequels, do you? Let me no. ask. <laughs> I have zero things from the prequels in my house. Yeah, okay, I, Matt, I'm going to ask you one question. Then. Yes. Who shot first, Han or Greedo? Han, not Han. Han. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh. Leia calls him Han. Yeah. So does uh, Lando. <laughs> I uh-huh. don't know. You want to have a you want to have a Star Wars <laughs> trivia name challenge off? One thousand percent no. Okay, <laughs> just checking. Yeah, but like, who shot first? Han. Depending on which version you see. Yes, because Lucas says it wasn't. Yeah. Well, he changed it twice. Well, no, he never changed it back. He changed it to they shoot at the same time. (laughs) And then the original change was that Greedo shot first. Right. So he can't even manage his own canon. Oh, absolutely. No. (laughs) So therefore, I'm under no obligation to manage his canon. I watch only the the despecialized versions because those are the ones that affected me growing up. Those are the ones that when I watch the nostalgia hits Mm -hmm. as well as the quality of the filmmaking. So therefore, I, you know, I'm I agree with Tobin, though, that like. I'm under no obligation <laughs> to to do this because I feel like the inconsistencies, the the sloppiness of the writing, and the general malaise he has about mm-hmm. his fan base, of the mm-hmm. people who love this, who really love it, and it means something to them. It's like, no, I don't I don't have to listen to these. These are things that will never be realized to me. They're 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 footnotes in mm-hmm. a filmmaker's right. career right. that for me. But I understand other people love them. And sure. it's okay to love bad things. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing that I feel like we, we we don't let people do. I love The Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah, I, it's I, so good. I have watched that again <laughs> since we did it on here. I love that movie. I love Dune. You love Dune? <laughs> that God's is a piece sakes. of shit. I love Dune. <laughs> you know, I, and I, but I do think we have to reckon with ourselves yeah. about the quality of these things and be able to say, right. I love this. I know it's bad. Mm-hmm. I understand why it's bad. Yeah. But 
I love it. And that's cool. And yeah. and it's totally fine. And I have no problem with people that love the prequels. I really don't. Right, I, but are you would you try to convince them that the movie they love is bad? Yes, I would. See, that's where I can't do. I if someone came up to me and earnestly tells me that like episode 2, I love it. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. I'd be like Cool. Good for well, you. Well, I'm not. I'm not going like, to be a complete asshole about it. Okay. I mean, like the that, tone you just said, it made me sound like you were. Going. No. If, they, <laughs> if, if a person came up to me and said, "I love Attack of the Clones," Attack of the Clones. <laughs> All these George Clooney's yes! coming out of the woods. Yes, yes. <laughs> if somebody came up to me and said, "Prove me wrong," I would happily debate them yeah. about yeah. it because it's fun. It's fun to talk Star Wars. It's fun to talk about why these films are shit. You know. Right. No, I don't. It's, it's You're like, not going to crush a dream. It's yeah. like an yeah. atheist walking up to a religious person out of the blue and just saying, let me tell you why God isn't real. Like, it's yeah. like, well, what, what the hell right do you have yeah. to do that? And, that's and you're not where... going to win that argument. Just no. Like you're not going to convince someone <laughs> yeah. that. Right. And that's just where circling is back in this whole separate side <laughs> podcast we just did. Um, I liked it. Yeah. I no, too. I absolutely yeah. love yeah. this. And me and Nick have had this conversation. It wasn't I think canon, fu- but I loved it. Yeah. Me and Nick have literally even had this conversation before. We have. Yeah. Um, but I haven't moved an inch. <laughs> no, my that's where I think my biggest like hesitation to be on that side of it is is telling other people not to watch something if they haven't seen it. Like you're basically kind of telling them that they shouldn't make their own choices about these prequels. I think I think Nick's Nick's approach is that he doesn't want you to get scared off by the prequels. I think like if you haven't seen them, it makes sense to start. Maybe with yeah, episode that's one, like completely but, your perspective. Yeah, but it's, yeah. You, but you, you, he's making a recommendation. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I agree. If like if we we're like, would I recommend these prequels as good movies? No. Yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. But like, if someone was to like tell me like, oh, I want to watch all the Star Wars movies, I would say start with New Hope. Yeah. I would say start with New Hope, watch the original trilogy, and then watch the prequels. That would be yeah, my yeah. recommendation. I would never discourage anyone from watching them. Two things. One, yeah, I, I, it's the you know I don't I, I don't want you to get scared off because I think the original trilogy is very magical still to this day. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, right. even even with some of its charming uh, you know nineteen seventies yeah, and eighties yeah. effects, like I think that it's it's it has a magic that was captured in the early eighties by a lot of films. Like a lot of films, mm-hmm. for some reason, right around that time, where they kept, and I, it's hard for me because we were kids. Well, I mean, it's because we were kids, but like, there's still things that like hold up. Like yeah, Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark still holds yeah, yeah, up yeah. for some that, reason. It's that that group of filmmakers who yeah. were interested in similar things. Too, Zemeckis, Spielberg, and, yeah. Lucas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even and they were leaning on each other and giving each other feedback. Yeah, which they were not doing. No, <laughs> or he was not listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, it, there's that. There's I don't want you to get scared off, but it's also when I make a recommendation, I I, I don't want people to look at me and go, did Nick like this? Does Nick think this is <laughs> yeah, good? Yeah, right, right. have the Nick Jenkins stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. and I don't mind saying, you know, yeah, if you want to watch all of them, just be aware. <laughs> This this one or this two or these three are bad. Yeah. But like I'm that way with like the Halloween franchise. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love the Halloween franchise. There are some shit movies in the <laughs> Halloween franchise, mm-hmm. but I like them all. And I and as a complete as a completionist, I yeah. look at them and I go, "There's nothing about this except for the last one that breaks the continuity. They're just dumb. Mm-hmm. Like and and it's mm-hmm. fun. And they're not trying to be anything more than dumb. Yeah. Right. You know, dumb right. slasher movies. Friday the Thirteenth, same way. Nightmare on Elm Street, same way. And it's so you know. But but when I do recommend Friday the 13th series, I try to also say, okay, but be prepared for what you're about to see. (laughs) It's a cheesy, you know, violent um, slasher movie from the 80s that's kind of goofy, 
but also fun and and gross. Yeah. I'm not going to say, yeah, that, you know, be prepared for, you know, Macbeth. Like, (laughs) that's not what you're going to get. And so for the Star Wars prequels, I, I wouldn't necessarily, I guess, shut anyone down from seeing them. But I would, if it was coming from me, I would try to couch it in something that's like, be aware. I think these three are some of the worst things that have ever been in a theater. But go ahead. Yeah. See, I think I would, if I put myself in the shoes of somebody who hasn't seen Star Wars and if I'm in like in my 20s or 30s, I would want someone to hand me the DVDs and say, watch four, five, six, and then watch one, two, three, and then walk away. Like, I wouldn't want any precursor, any information. Like, I don't want to be go into these movies and be like, well, these ones are bad, I hear. Like, I, I would feel like I was abdicating my responsibilities as a human being if I did not prepare people. <laughs> right. But again, coming back to they're just movies that, like, yeah, if, but you can let person watch that without any, like, preconceived notions. But like, the pre- they decided for themselves whether or not they like the prequels. No one comes to the prequels with non-preconceived notions, though. Like these days, this is the this is the whole the Star Wars conversation. I mean, yes, my my kids in my son's class are talking about this. Yes, like I agree with that. You know, like that's but that's why, like I say, like I don't know. Again, like just laying it (laughs) on even more feels weird to me. I think I'm actually going to split this into two podcasts. No, seriously, (laughs) I think I'm going to have a bonus podcast because we're going to come back to we're going to come back to rating it. (laughs) But like, I feel like this will be the nice little Christmas. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Put the rating part on the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then put this as like Bonus Star Wars discussion. (laughs) So uh, the the validity of the prequels. Canon or no canon? I just want to say one more time, though. I don't think you're wrong. Oh no, and I don't think you guys are wrong. It just feels icky to me. It's a perspective to like. Tell people that like <laughs> well, from my you are going the to Jedi's are evil. <laughs> no. I think what like, he's saying is I don't care for these. I would worry. You know, look out because I I don't like the first yeah. three. Like yeah, I'd say that I recommend. That yeah. Way. yeah. Um, so anyway. now I'm going to try to loop us back <laughs> yeah, in yeah, for yeah. this. Yeah. So for everybody that listened to this, this was your bonus podcast, and I'm really glad Matt brought this up because yeah. it was yeah. you're it was welcome. A, it was a <laughs> wonderful conversation <laughs> that I had never really put into words except with Matt. So yeah. and it made me think about yeah. what because there are pieces of of it that I think are canon, and there are pieces, there are whole storylines and whole notions that I reject. Yeah, yeah, and like see, there's zero the, percent the, of it that I reject as the canon. mitochondria force. Thing. Oh, <laughs> midichlorian. Yeah. yeah, that's not a thing. Bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And see, yeah. in, that's what I like in my head. One hundred percent of the prequels are canon. Yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. is the story of Star Wars. Right. Um, but I would be interested to like have people tweet us. Um, yeah, their feelings about the prequels in general. Absolutely, tweet and then at also, Real Bad Pod. Like, Please tell what us. is your favorite Star Wars movie? Like, if your favorite is Episode Two, let us know. Yeah, like, if your favorite is the spinoff coming where Obi Wan and Padme <laughs> have babies, <laughs> let us know that. Too. Padme and Obi Wan go to Utapau. We can go to Utapau. <laughs> yeah, nice. 